Welcome to the Small Acre Hunting Podcast, the podcast dedicated to anything and everything that is white-tailed deer related. Driving through these old rolling hills to the closest place to heaven I know. Heading north through Kentucky to the only place I'll ever call home. Hey guys, and welcome to the second ever podcast. I actually have another one recorded that I'm actually going to redo and make it the third one because of, uh, I guess in light of the current situations that have kind of erupted, as you can guess by this title, we are going to be talking about the uh, Billy Busbice incident which occurred. Um, I'm going to go into detail on that. Uh, but first, I just wanted to give you kind of a heads up why there's been a little bit of a lag as far as getting more podcasts out there. I am working on upgrading my studio just to make sure that I'm comfortable and I'm testing uh, to get uh, guests on here and and possibly even consider bringing on a, a co-host at, at some point. But until then, we're just going to ride this thing solo and hopefully it's of value to you guys. So uh, I just wanted to, before we get into the Billy Bus Bice uh, situation, or Bill Bus Bice I should say, I wanted to give a quick update. Some people have been asking me about a Radix camera update. For those of you that follow Small Acre Hunting, especially on Facebook and uh, YouTube as well as the website, I actually did post a video of me opening up the new Radix camera that's spelled R-A-D-I-X. It's a new company uh, made by a gentleman who I, I've gotten to kind of know uh, via social media and some groups that we're a part of and things. He seems like a top-notch guy um, out of Iowa. And uh, the cameras, so far, I've loved everything about it except for I got to get used to having to need a micro SD. I actually, my camera's setting in the woods right now without, uh, it's off because it doesn't have a micro SD card. I have two micro SD, I actually have three, but that day I grabbed my SD uh, carrier card, carrier, and did not take a micro SD card. <clears throat> but I am happy to announce that it did set for about a week and a half. I had it on picture and video mode. I did not get many false trigger speeds. And the impressive thing about that is keep your eyes tuned for when I share those pictures because it's facing a trail that is brush hogged, but then maybe eight yards in front of the camera, there's tall grass. And I'm talking up over a deer's chest or legs. So, you know, a real windy day, you'd expect that to kind of trigger that. So, and I do have it set, I think the sensitivity setting, if I remember right, I have it set at normal. Um, if there is a sensitivity setting, I was going to leave everything pretty much standard settings and just pick whether how many pictures I wanted and also if I wanted video or not. So video quality seems very good. Um, I will share that as well. And the audio that it picks up is much better than I would expect in the small camera. So, so far, so good with the Radix trail camera. I'm actually working on uh, trying to get a low glow version so I can kind of report. I expect the low glow is going to be able to reach out just a little bit farther, um, especially in those field edge settings. But so far, I will say this camera, the best way to describe it is the pictures are true to life photos. Um, if it's in the shadows, it will give you an in the shadows colored picture. It's not. It doesn't seem to switch to to black and white nighttime uh, settings as quickly as some other cameras and it just seemed and it's not washed out bright or anything like that it's just a true to life really representation of what it actually looks like um i've had some cameras that seem to be darker than it really would be um i've had cameras that seem a lot lighter than it, it should be uh so but that's an update on that so let's get into this uh bill Br- bus situation i guess i should say 
And first, for those of you that don't know, um, Wild Game Nation is a TV show that Bill Buss is a part of. And it's a very big organization. And Billy Buss, Bice, for those people who don't recognize the name, and I'll be honest, um, I recognize the face and I kind of recognize the name, but I didn't really dig in deeper until now. This guy is very wealthy. Um, one site reports that his net value is up over $100 million or right around $100 million. So as we get into the story, you're probably going to, well, some of you, I'll leave it up to you. Um, some of you may not feel the way I do. But um, this is a uh, news story online. And according to Wyoming News 4, Bus Bice was sentenced to 180 days of jail, um, providing that there are no issues. Uh, whoops. Uh, was sentenced to 180 days of jail suspended, providing that there are no issues. Okay, yeah, this, this journalism is terrible. Um, he was sentenced to pay the maximum fines for both violations and the maximum in restitution for the illegal take of both elk for a total of $23,000. Now, to somebody like me, that's, God, that's half a year's work of uh, labor right there. Um, and he had all of his game and fishing license privileges revoked for two years to include all of 2017 and 2018. Now, here's the kicker, though. Because Wyoming is part of the Interstate Wildlife Violator Compact, this loss of his license privileges applies in 45 states in the United States. That's incredible, and I love it. And this includes, to put a cherry on top, it includes his home state of Louisiana. So, Billy, I would love to see the other states step up and say you can't even hunt there. I don't know if there are any places that you'd want to hunt, but uh, I think you're getting treated very easily for just losing your rights two years. That's just my personal opinion. Each of you listening to this can have your own, and uh, let me know what you think on the whole situation. So the case started October 16th of last year, so I'm going to kind of read and give you guys a synopsis of what actually went down. Um, when Okay, so it all started back in October 20, uh, October 16th, 2016, when uh, game warden Chris Baird, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, B-A-I-R-D, received a report from a group of hunters that had observed a possible wildlife violation. The hunters told... Uh, the warden, the game warden, that on the morning of October 15th, they observed a man hunting on the ranch, the ranch where Bus Bice was. Apparently, there was a younger man with the hunter who had a video camera and appeared to be filming the hunt, they said. They watched the hunter shoot one elk, presuming, presumably a cow, and then shoot a bull. The first elk fell within around 60 yards of where the bull went down. They observed the hunter and the cameraman walk up to look at the bull, and then leave the area. The warden also was told that another man came and field-dressed the bull and hauled it away with a backhoe. Seems believable enough. That happens often. The hunters told me, and this is the warden speaking, the hunters told me the first elk, which was later determined to be a cow, still lay in the meadow after the man had taken the bull away with the backhoe. Interesting. So right there, we already have eyewitness testimony that's stating that it was very apparent that they knew they had done wrong and this is before the video release and everything like that that we're going to get into later but uh the warden knew bus bice had a commissioner's elk license now i'm completely naive to most of the elk hunting terms and different licenses and stuff like that so i don't know what that means 
and uh, that there had been a very large bull elk frequenting the ranch. So on October 17th, the warden met with Busbice before he flew to Louisiana. The warden's summary of this encounter is that after a short interview, Busbice admitted to having accidentally killed a calf elk while trying to harvest a large bull. Now I was reading this story, and right there I was like, trying to harvest a large bull? What is? That's a very unique way of putting it. Like, what was this guy doing? Just spraying and praying with a bunch of... I didn't know at this time if he was bow hunting or gun hunting. This is where it gets interesting. So Busby stated that after the sun had gone down, he had instructed the ranch manager and cameraman to... Oh, whoops, I already jumped ahead. Uh, Oh, no. Well, we'll go here. It'll explain it more in the future. Um, Busby stated that after the sun had gone down, like I was saying, he had instructed the ranch manager and the cameraman to drag the calf elf into an irrigation ditch to conceal it. So he's verbally admitting the fact that they were trying to cover up what he had known he did wrong, and he knew inst- he, he knew before he ever did it. No attempt to field dress or preserve the meat from the calf was made at all. Wanton, ra- wanton waste to the T. My gut is churning when I'm reading this for the first time, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is a man who puts himself in a position to represent all of us. To represent all of us hunters. He has his hands in so many things. He's part of Plano Synergy, um, which has a bunch of subsidiaries. Wild Game Innovations being one. Um, He has his hands in so many things. Plano, Tenzing. um, Let me see. I have their website up, actually. Uh, Hunting Brands. Ameristep, Avion X, Barnett Crossbows, Bloodsport, Evolved. Flextone, Halo Optics, Plano Hunting, No Limit Archery, Tenzing, Wild Game Innovations, and Zinc Calls. And for you fishermen out there, Frable and Plano Tackle. And for outdoorsmen out there, Ground EFX. So they have their hands in a ton, and I mean a ton, of things. Interesting to say the least. So, Buspice admitted that he did not call the warden because he was concerned about having recently been cited for previous wildlife violations. Are you kidding me? So this is already a convicted violator of the wildlife regulations admitting that he did wrong and knowingly did so and attempted to cover it up because, for lack of a better term, he was already a poacher. He was already breaking game laws. So at this time, the warden seized both elk from Busbice and an unedited video of his hunt. And this is where it gets interesting. Mr. Busbice told me, this is the warden speaking, they had been filming the elk to feature on his reality TV hunting show. The video and audio recording shows that Mr. Busbice shot several times at a large bull in a herd of elk and missed several times. Huh, guarantee you the show, if it does ever air, will only show one shot. And he'll probably say I smoked him. (sighs) The video then shows Mr. Busby shooting and hitting a calf, and the calf goes down. On his fourth shot, Busby hits the bull in the left shoulder. It then falls to the ground. At the end of the video, you can hear Busby saying, We have to eliminate the part when I shot a cow. He also is recorded saying, yeah, but we got to get rid of that cow. 
So this is not the first time that Bus Bice has had run-ins with the warden, as I mentioned earlier. He was also cited earlier in 2016 a false, oh, for a false... He basically purchased a resident general elk license as a non-resident. You can't do that. And purchasing more than the authorized number of deer licenses and paid only for all of that $1,430 in fines. Now, this writer for... This is waxstarhunters.com, but I saw all these quotes and from the warden on a bunch of other different stories. This just happens to be the one up on my computer. Not connected with him in any way. With him losing his hunting and fishing, hopefully this will be an end of his television career. And I completely sympathize. However, that should not be the end of it. Just because I want him to lose his rights to his show, I want to talk to you guys as sportsmen. And that's how this person ends it. He says this man should not represent sportsmen. Amen. Amen. Mr. Busbice, I highly doubt that you ever listen to this podcast. After all, this is a very small podcast. Hopefully it'll grow sometime. Hopefully someday I grow to be worth $100 million like yourself. However, I highly doubt it. But if you do ever happen to listen to this, what in the world were you thinking? Now, I'm what they like to call a very religious man, so I'm going to try to censor all my comments, but if you have children, how do you look them in the eye? How do you try to teach them what's right and wrong? What they need to do to be morally upstanding men of character? How do you do that? You can't. Now, this whole thing, by itself, does sound worse because they have video and recording of you saying that, but you knew what you were doing. You knew what you did. From my understanding, if you'd have shot the cow elk and stopped, tagged it, you'd have been fine. At least that's my understanding. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. But that's my understanding. I've seen multiple people say that. But you disgust me. You absolutely disgust me. And I honestly 100% believe that you should not be able to look any family member in the eye and be proud of the man looking at them. Now that could change. I am a firm believer in people can change. However, you've done this before. You lied just this year. How many times have you done that previously? Guarantee you this is not the first time. If in one year you set a precedence for making mistakes... A man of character would not be saying what he's saying on the video. You would have instant regret. You'd call the game warden. You'd be honest with him. Now, I give you props for when you were cornered, you were honest. So for that much, I think you do deserve a very small amount of respect. But as you guys can imagine, and most of you guys listening to this, have probably been involved in many social media comments if you go to Wild Game Innovations or Plano Synergy or Billy Bice or Wild, what's the TV show, Wild Game Nation Facebook page, oh my gosh, they are getting ripped apart, and as they should. And there, I've been involved in a few of them and everything, but I did come across Wild Game Innovations, which is a subsidiary of Plano Synergy, wanted to share a statement which they quote as being from David E. Dudick. 
And this is the chief executive officer for Plano Synergy. So I'm assuming he knows what he's talking about and he can speak on behalf of Plano Synergy because he's the CEO. And I'll just read through this. So, actually, Wild Game Innovations, a subsidiary of Plano Synergy, would like to share this message from CEO David E. Dudick in light of the recent incidences. So, I don't know. Maybe David E. Dudick is the chief executive officer for Wild Game Innovations or Plano Synergy. Not 100% sure. The way it's written, though, on down makes me think that he is the CEO of Plano Synergy, but I'm just going to read. Wild Game Innovations, a subsidiary of Plano Synergy, has a culture that is grounded in integrity and respect for the outdoors. This comes with the expectation that we will always do the right thing. Our decisions will always reflect our commitments to our customers and consumers. The reported incidents in no way reflect upon the values of our company, brands, and employees. I'm going to interject really quick there. These incidences can most definitely reflect your commitments and your values it's how you handle the situation. I'm going to continue on. Our customers and consumers choose us because they appreciate our never-ending zeal to deliver high-quality products and exceptional service. We are currently gathering the facts surrounding this incident and offer the assurance of appropriate and swift action. We have a deep respect for law, tradition, and the ethical practices of our sports. We take pride in serving our industry and promote the fair and lawful practices of game hunting. Every day we strive to be a company that is trustworthy, respectful, and fair with our consumers, employees, customers, and business partners. We ask for your trust and patience as we collect the facts and determine our next steps. We promise to keep you updated in a timely manner. And that's the end of it. Now I will admit, I think they did a really good job. I think that's well written in my opinion. I know some people are going to say they didn't go quite far enough. But I do understand. They have a lot of money in play. This is a huge deal. And potentially it holds a tremendous impact moving forward on their brand. Which ultimately impacts their financial status. So I understand them wanting to have all the facts before they jump the gun. They don't want any knee-jerk reaction. But I'm curious if, just like many, many things out there, they're just going to wait for this to dwindle down. I mean, let's be honest. We are in an era of social media where things only last so long in the frying pan and then they're done. How long is this going to be a big deal? Two days? Maybe three? Maybe it'll refresh for the next month or so because we're in the off season. There's not much to talk about. But hey, there's an update. But, for lack of a better term, we'll ride this little wave and it'll be done. And in 2018, most people would have to be reminded of the situation or have links sent to them to even remember it. Or... Are we going to see Wild Game Innovations and other subsidiaries of Plano Synergy step up? Or are we going to see Plano Synergy step up? Who knows what kind of contract they have with Bill Buspice? 
Maybe there is a moral clause in the contract. That does happen. Not always, but it does. In my opinion, I hope someday the I hope someday to see the TV shows been canceled, which I just saw on Facebook actually while I was reading this, somebody uh, tagged me in it. Apparently they have suspended, not canceled but suspended the show. I hope that's true. And I hope every company that can separate themselves from Bill Busbice do so. Cuz if you can, you should. And if you can't, honestly, you should make it known that you can't, but you want to. This man deserves zero defense. You know, rewind a little bit and think of the Bomar situation. How big of a fuss did the Hunters make about Under Armour dropping them? When Under Armour's not a hunting company that's not where they make the brunt of their money it's just a part of it a very small part of it probably really and yet hunters got so up in arms when they made a business decision to distance themselves from the bomars are you as worked up about this situation with bus bice as you were the under armor situation because i'll be honest this one should infuriate you Ten times more than Under Armour making a business-related decision to watch their financial butts with the Bomar situation. Billy Busbice, or Bill Busbice, whatever he wants to go by, should be Billy Bo- Billy Poacher Busbice, does not deserve any defense and deserves every single person to not support him. And that means... Don't put money into his companies. And I understand, and I and I completely get the fact that, there, sadly, there are TV shows out there. There are uh, small shows, websites, um, companies that they could take a large financial hit by losing their sponsorship money with the companies that he's connected to. So they really have to research the situation and make sure that they... Uh, I hate to play the card, but they morally can look themselves in the in the mirror and be proud to be associated with them. And I understand sometimes people want to say, well, business is business, but that's not how business should operate. So I've rattled on long enough about this. Um, tell me a couple things. What do you think? Do you think 23000 and losing his rights to hunt for two years whoop dee do in my opinion, is enough? Do you think it's too much? Too little? I don't know exactly what I want his punishment to be, but I don't think it was stiff enough at all. At all. Oh, wow, you told a millionaire that he can't hunt for two years. I wonder if that means he can't go hunt hunting preserves or high-fenced areas. I don't know. Probably depends on the licensure. But yeah, tell me what you think. Tell me what side of the fence you are on as far as how David Dudick worded everything. Um, if you think he did good, bad. Um, yeah, curious to hear your thoughts. And uh, as always, we'll be here talking about everything relevant to deer hunting. And uh, I guess now with this podcast, I've proven we will talk about anything hunting related at all. So yeah, God bless and good luck out there.